You're listening to the World Watch Weekly Podcast by Open Doors Canada. Since 1955, when Brother Andrew went behind the Iron Curtain for the first time, Open Doors has been strengthening Christians where faith costs the most. In this podcast, we share stories and updates from persecuted Christians, analyze current persecution trends, and always bring it back to prayer. We hope that this helps you to feel more connected to your persecuted family. Here's today's episode. Hello and welcome back to the World Watch Weekly Podcast. I'm Nicolette here with Jared. And today we have a interesting or different kind of podcast than we usually do. Today we're talking about leaders in North Korea. That's true. Nicolette, uh, to begin with, I have a trivia question for you. Okay. okay. Here's what we're going to do. I have a quote from a historical figure. I'm going to give you the quote and you need to tell me who said it. Okay? Am I going to be able to do this? Yes, you will. Don't worry. Jared knows a lot more about history than I do. That's okay. This is... So just a heads up if I sound She ready. didn't know I was going to do this. Don't. <laughs> okay. A historical figure quote. <clears throat> I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Okay. I think I, think I can do this. <laughs> is it Jesus Christ? Jesus Christ. He was a religious yes. <laughs> figure from Nazareth, uh, circa 1st century A.D., uh, you might have heard of him once or twice. Yes, Jesus famously said, uh, I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Good job. You got the historical figure quote. Yay. Well done. Dude. See, she doesn't give herself enough credit. No, like Nicolette said, we're doing something a little bit different today. What we're doing is we're going to introduce you, our listeners, to a few people who you might not have heard of, one or two who you may have heard of, and we're going to spend time praying for them. Mm-hmm. What we have here is a list of five officials in North Korea, five political or military leaders. Mm-hmm. What we're going to do is tell you a little bit about each one and then just say a short prayer for that person specifically. I don't know about you, the, I don't usually pray for Kim Jong-un. It's, yeah. it's not something that comes to mind. Um, mm-hmm. But today what we want to do is take Jesus' command literally and pray for the persecutors. Yeah. So we're going to read a name, just a little bit of a, of a paragraph they have written out here um, about each person, and then just a few moments of prayer for each one. The first one is uh, mm-hmm. the one that you probably know, certainly uh, mm-hmm. before we received this list from our Open Doors team. Uh, it's the only one I had heard of, and that's Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un is North Korea's supreme leader, born in the capital of Pyongyang in 1984. At age 10, he moved to Switzerland to receive an education there, and upon his return in 2002, was groomed to succeed his father, Kim Jong-il, who died in 2011. Kim Jong-un is uh, a ruthless leader who had his uncle and his own brother executed. He oppresses his people fiercely and doesn't tolerate any form of opposition. The fact is, in North Korea, the only religion that is tolerated is worship of the Supreme Leader and the Supreme Leader's family. Mm -hmm. Um, We've talked at length about North Korea on the podcast. Even the idea of owning a Bible can lead Mm -hmm. to uh, uh, death, if not uh, life sentences in in labor camps and things of that sort. Far and away the most difficult country to be a Christian. And Kim Jong-un is at the head of that. He is the grandson of Kim Il-sung, the original uh, Supreme Leader of North Korea after the Korean War. So what we're going to do is just take a few minutes and pray for Kim Mm Jong-un. God, this is a man who you died for. You love him and you know every hair on his head. And despite the atrocities of North Korea and the horrors that are afflicted, there is uh, still room for salvation. And so we pray for Kim Jong-un today. We pray that in a miraculous way, his heart would be reached, uh, that 
somehow things can change and that in the place of, um, of death and destruction and oppression in North Korea, that there would be life and peace and joy that comes from you. So would you somehow do something that only you can do, and that is reach Kim Jong-un and save him and change him in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So uh, the next leader we're going to talk about is Kim Yo-jong. Kim Yo-jong is Kim Jong-il's youngest child and a sister of the current leader Kim Jong-un. She also studied in Switzerland from 1996 to 2000. A few years later, she began to take public jobs in the Korean Workers' Party and did secretary work for her father before he passed away. She currently holds the position of Vice President of North Korea's Propaganda and Agitation Department and plays an important role in building the cult around her brother. It is believed that Kim Yo-jong is the Supreme Leader's right hand. She even briefly replaced him when he underwent medical treatment in October 2014. She is married and reportedly has one child. I remember that in 2014 when um, Kim Jong-un was sick and his sister came in and there was talk that he was maybe going to pass away and it was like, she might be the next Supreme Leader. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. Yeah, I think that's like the only bit of news that I've ever heard about her. Yeah. I didn't know that they studied in Switzerland. Yeah, that's that like very to interesting to me. <laughs> kind of don't know what to think of that. Yeah, me neither. There's just like so much mystery surrounding mm -hmm. the whole the whole situation. Um, but yeah, that's a little bit about um, Kim Jong-un's sister. So we're just going to take a moment and pray for her as well. Lord Jesus, um, today we're, we're thinking of Kim Yo-jong in North Korea. And Lord, um, we don't know much about her. The little that we do know um, it is that she has a hand in uh, building this cult around her brother. And we know that um, it's that cult and that way of thinking that um, is so harmful to so many um, people that live in North Korea because um, they're just uh, seen as nothing compared to the supreme leaders of uh, their, their country. And uh, Lord, it, it seems so harsh and so brutal. And there's, uh, there's just, um, so much hurt and pain that is caused through um, the actions of uh, this family and of Kim Yo-jong. But Lord, we know that uh, no person on this earth um, can run far away enough from your presence. And we know that you are able to touch even the hardest of hearts. And um, you're able to take what is meant for evil and turn it to good. And you are the one that has the ability to restore and redeem even when we can't understand. And so, Lord, we pray for Kim Yo-jung today. Lord, um, I pray that um, um, that you would work at her heart, that she might have a chance to learn about you. We're not sure if she ever has, um, but Lord, we, we know that it's possible for her to have an encounter with you. And um, if something could change and she could grow some p compassion for the people of her uh, country, we know that that can happen through your spirit. Um, so we lift her before you today and ask for the impossible and ask that things would begin to change and that um, she uses the power that she has for good and not to oppress the people of her country. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. It's interesting you mention uh, whether she's ever heard about Jesus. 
We've talked about this before on the podcast. Andrew and I did an episode at mm -hmm. one point that was a deep dive into the history of North Korea. And um, Kim Il-sung, mm -hmm. grandfather of Kim Jong-un, was raised in a semi-Christian home. There was definitely Christian influence there. Um, and uh, That's there is a bit of, you know, we're, we're praying that there would be miracles done and that we can't even imagine how this would happen. But the fact is there is seeds mm -hmm. somewhere in the family of, of knowing who Jesus is. And... Um, you know, you never know how, how God can use that. Yeah, that's true. Um, Very true. Okay, third person on our list. Uh, this is Reem Young-soo. Reem Young-soo was born in 1934 uh, and is second in command when it comes to North Korea's armed forces. That being, of course, after Kim Jong-un, Supreme Commander. Reem has had a turbulent life. He served in the Korean War from 1950 to 1953 and stayed in the army after the armistice was signed, gradually climbing the ranks. Around 2007, he got involved with Kim Jong-un, as, acting as a tutor to who was eventually going to be the successor to Kim Jong-il. And later, he assumed the role of Minister of State Security. This meant he was in charge of North Korea's secret police. But he fell from grace in 2013 during a round of purges. He disappeared from public view and then resurfaced three years later in 2016 and is now North Korea's first vice commander. Hmm. Quite a life for someone who would be, what, 90, 89 at this point? Yeah. It's true. It's hard to imagine that. Okay, so let's pray for Ri Myung Soo, another name that was unfamiliar to me and yet yeah. <laughs> is a significant name for so many of our brothers and sisters in North Korea. Lord Ri Myung Soo is at this point a old man who likely does not have much time left on this earth. And I pray in Jesus' name that he would be redeemed, that somehow before the end of his time that his heart would be reached, that maybe some of these seeds we're talking about where uh, Christianity that does have a background in North Korea um, uh, from way back when, Lord, that there would be elements of that that still remain in his heart. Uh, Lord, would you save him, reach him somehow, and may he come to a saving knowledge of you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So um, we're definitely in the group of people that I've never heard about <laughs> before. Um, here is another person, Ri Chang Day. Very little is known about Ri Chang Day, but he controls one of the most important ministries in North Korea, the Ministry of State Security, North Korea's secret police. The Ministry of State Security is responsible for the persecution of Christians and others who allegedly oppose the regime. This ministry also operates the concentration camps for political prisoners. So, wow. Very Talk about someone with influence in persecution. Yeah, very heavy stuff right there. But let's, let's bring it to God. Uh, Lord, today, um, as we read about Ring Sheng Day, Lord, it's, it can be so easy to just read this description and um, to be angry with him um, because he's responsible for the persecution of our brothers and sisters in Christ and the horrible treatment of uh, people in North Korea. Um, but Lord, we know that there is somebody in the Bible that was that had a hand in persecuting mm. Christians and you changed his life and you appeared to him yourself and you showed him love and grace. And so today, Lord, we we pray for Ying Cheng Day, uh, Lord, that he might have an encounter like Saul, who became Paul, that he might be transformed because the truth is that you love him. And we also know that this battle that we face is not against flesh and blood. It's not against Ring Chang Day. He's not the mastermind, um, although he definitely has a hand in hurting our persecuted family. Um, 
we we pray for his salvation and we pray that he would get to know what it means to be forgiven and to experience grace that we don't deserve and to experience unconditional love from a God who created him. And uh, Lord, we don't know how he how to reach him, but we know that you can. And so, Lord, I just pray that um, you would open a door for him to to have a moment and to have an encounter with your presence, because we believe that he can be transformed as others have been transformed before him. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Can you imagine if we heard like news one day that <laughs> Ri Chang Day would have yeah. changed his life? Like that would just be such an amazing thing. Like we're praying for miracles, but <laughs> it's hard to imagine them actually coming yeah. to happen, but but they can. It's crazy, yeah. yeah. It's true. So we pray with intention. Mm-hmm. Last person on our list. This is Cho Yong Hei. Cho Ryong Hei was born in 1950 and has supported the Kim family for a long time. It was discovered in 1998 that he was illegally selling scrap metals. He was almost executed for that. But Kim Jong-il's sister, so the aunt of current leader Kim Jong-un, her name was Kim Kyung-hui, intervened to save his life. And now he's currently the president of the Presidium of the North Korean Parliament and leads the Organization Guidance Department. The Organization Guidance Department is one of the most important organs in North Korea. It guides the implementation of all party life policy from civilians to the army to politicians. According to Jiang Jin-sung, who is a writer who wrote a biography about his work for the institution, the Organization Guidance Department also operates the four showcase churches in Pyongyang, mm-hmm. meaning the four churches that don't actually function, but they're intended to be a front-facing example of religion in North Korea. Mm-hmm. Quite fascinating. Yeah. Um, this is an interesting story. It is. I, yeah, it's interesting learning about the uh, inner workings of what North Korea is like. It is. And the, the, it's not called the propaganda department, but the one that's the implementation of, mm-hmm. of the party life. Which, of course, when it comes to religious persecution, it's it's being against the party, against North Korea, against the supreme leader. That is yeah. what Christians are accused of because you're not supposed to go against that, mm-hmm. and that's um. Yeah, this is that's a, the implementation of the party policy. Um, one thing I find interesting about this last story is like it's really easy to when you hear about somebody like Kim Jong Un or any of the other people that we've read about, it's easy to just kind of paint them with like a black and white brush and be like they're evil. But um, so it's almost like weird to hear about a story where you know someone showed him compassion and saved his life, and it's just like important to remember that these are all complex people and who knows what that moment of forgiveness did for him. Hey, so let's pray about that right now. Yeah. Lord, like Nicolette said, years ago, somebody saved Cho Ryong-hae's life and he was given a second chance. He's been using that second chance to climb in the ranks of the party, but he has experienced um, redemption once and we pray that you would do it again. Mm-hmm. Lord, we pray that that experience would maybe stir something in his heart and that he would uh, eventually seek redemption and sanctification uh, in another more profound way. So would you work in the heart of this person whom you love? Lord, these are in many ways easy to think of as enemies, enemies of Christians, enemies of um, mm-hmm. people who love freedom. And yet, uh, Lord, you have told us to love our enemies, and so we choose today not to hate. We choose today not to 
uh, wish for the worst, but instead we choose to love mm -hmm. and we choose to pray for those who do the persecuting. And so would you save these people? Would you change these people? And in the way that North Korea used to be known as the Jerusalem of the East, which is so foreign to us right now, mm -hmm. Lord, we pray that change would come and that once again, your people would have opportunities to flourish in Pyongyang and in the rest of the nation of North Korea. So we ask for all of these things, trusting you to do great things and asking in the miraculous and beautiful name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, thank you so much for praying with us for these five uh, really influential people in North Korea. That was um, very interesting. Can I get some personal thoughts on yeah, like learning sure. about this I, and praying for people? So a little bit of behind the scenes um, yeah. for our listeners. Uh, we're Open Doors Canada, Open Doors International works all the way, uh, all around the world. And this was just one sort of piece of information that we got was a list of five people in North Korea to pray for. And mm -hmm. we thought, oh, this would make an interesting podcast. Mm -hmm. um, so that's where we're going off of right now. But it's, I, yeah, I don't think very much about, like I said earlier, the inner workings of North Korea. Yeah. Or, you know, we hear about national leaders, but all the other people who are kind of in the background. Um, I, I'm sort of extrapolating a bit because I, I don't, you know, know all the details, but like who are advising Kim Jong-un on a mm -hmm. daily basis or whispering in his ear um, or whether maybe they would do things differently, but Kim Jong-un is, is dictating what happens. Yeah. I imagine it's a, a little bit of both, but um, the, the intricacies of what religious persecution looks like in a country like North Korea mm -hmm. isn't something I think about very often. I just think about yeah from the point of view of, of the, the Christian, the secret believer, which is okay, of course. But, you know, I suppose if things are to change in a country like North Korea, it changes from the top down. Yeah, Because for sure. these are the people who have the influence in actually making a difference. And so praying for them in that way is, mm -hmm. is so foreign to my own prayer life. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it, it's, it's a good thing to pray for. Yeah. We pray for our brothers and sisters who experience persecution, for courage and strength and peace for them, and also for salvation for those who are doing the persecuting. Mm -hmm. I liked your comparison earlier to the Apostle Paul, who <laughs> was known to be mm -hmm. um, a persecutor of the early church, and yet God did something amazing and, yeah. and, and changed his life. And Completely now, turned his life around, yeah. and we can believe that it'll happen again. Yeah, this has been really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us on the World Watch Weekly Podcast. We'll be back next week with another episode. So we'll see you then. Thank you for joining us on the World Watch Weekly Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you know when our next episode is out. You can learn more about what persecuted Christians face and how you can help strengthen them on our social media at Open Doors Canada or at our website, opendoorscanada.org.